What's up, what's up, what's up? You know when I come on the podcast, right? And I just be talking. That's their live version for you. I'm in King of Prussia, and I thought about y'all. That's what I do. I think about y'all. Even if I go at y'all. It ain't like that. I love y'all too much, all right? Some of y'all might say some asshole shit. Excuse my language. To any kids who listen, because this is a, a straight everybody show. But if y'all see my Twitter, y'all know I get some assholes, okay? Now listen, Philadelphia Laws, 110-106, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, all right? Philly. Philly is one of those, you know, organizations right now. Listen, it's unacceptable to me, to, for one, to get swept. I didn't. It was unacceptable, unacceptable to me to lose in the first round. I get Boston respect, but Philly's on another level. Listen, Jason Tatum proved it. But as y'all saw in the game, it was defense. They had players. You knew Philly had players. That's why you expected Tobias Harris and Josh Richardson to show up. You know they had the players. You know what I mean? You look at Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, and you knew those guys should step up. The only thing y'all was wrong about was expecting Al Horford because y'all looked at his paycheck and thought, oh, people get paid because they, score, they, 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 they average 30 points. No. Al Horford's been an all-star, been a good player, but he averaged... The most was like, what, 17 points a game? He, he, his best years was more productive years was at Atlanta. But he's always just been a good player, and, and what made him such elite guys, how good he is on the defensive floor, too. He can pass. He can do it all. He's like Vladdy Divac. You know, he, Vladdy Divac would be Al Horford in this time. So, if you're looking at the Philadelphia squad, and you make your make your judgment. And my thing is, if you're looking for something, stop looking. Josh Richardson and Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid, you have a right to get on them. Stop trying to make Al Horford this other guy. He's not that guy. He's not. You're just looking at the money. You're like, oh, why we spend the money for him? Because he's an impact player. The thing is, I'm going to tell you two things that's about to blow a lot of people away. Brown didn't know how to coach him. Brand went for him. Brand went for him. Brand goes for guys. And then, you know, Brown just got to do with him. Because Brown didn't want to get rid of folks. Does anybody remember that? So, Brown and Brand are not really, they don't have a disrespect for each other. They're just not on the same page. As far as coaching, getting Brand, like now he had to figure out to put him on the bench to start him. What does he do? And then, you know, that organization is influenced by the social media. I mean, a lot of organizations are, which is, I don't know about a lot. Let me stop that. Just a few. But I feel like the Markel Fultz race was a bit premature, just too early to, to make a judgment like that, and he didn't get those type of minutes. So, right now, you look at Philly, and they, they still have two superstars. Yes, Ben Simmons is a superstar. Australia guy with, he's from Australia. He, he has the fan base. He, I mean, superstars is a combination of fan base and playing. He's a he's a world talent. There's nobody in the league since Magic Johnson that's even been close to that height on, on point guard. Okay, all right. Then he can f- defend more positions more elite than Magic. Like Ben Simmons is a better defender than Magic Johnson. He's not a better passer. He's not a better scorer. Now, rebounder, 
is the same. No, I got to say Ben. Got to go with Ben. Got to go with Ben. Ben's a better rebounder. You look at the averages, and then you look at him and how he plays in the post. And how he rebounds the post. How he gets offense, defensive rebounds. How he plays power forward. Because Magic plays center one time in the finals. But Ben Simmons is a better post player. People are not... The, the thing is this, too. When a new coach comes in, is he going to let Ben Simmons be the point guard? I think he should. But the only thing that Brown didn't do was force him to shoot threes. I'm talking about him like he already gone. Because I think he should go. I think Brown should get another team. Brown need to go to uh, uh, Atlanta, uh, you know, uh, Chicago, or something like that. A team like that. This type of team, it got too big for him. He got guys that, you know, and he wants to be too friendly with them. He wants to be too friendly. He's, he'll be a great college coach. He'll be an outstanding college coach. And you got to put your foot down in these people. You know who I think would have been a great big coach? Bob Knight. Back in, the, back in that time. Because you got to put your foot in people's ass. He's doing with grown people. Excuse me again. Grown people. And, and they got to deal with it. But listen, with the Sixers, Brett Brown just isn't coaching his team right. And I, I still think he's a good coach. Somebody says he's a terrible coach. A terrible coach don't make the playoffs. So let's just take that terrible mark off. Not a good coach, that's their opinion. Can't say terrible. That's a bigger word. Not a good coach, that's your opinion. I feel like he's a good coach. He's just not a coach for this team. And, you know, Philadelphia demands that championship, so I understand you, Philly. I understand why, you know, you feel like stomping and kick. I feel you. I feel you. And, and I, I'm with you now on this part because we shouldn't have got swept if he was going to prove anything. Seven games. But to be me, I said he can't lose in the first round. <laughs> you got Tobias, and I'm not going by contract. Tobias can score and take over games. What happened with that? What's go Brown has to put stuff in people's ear. When Kawhi Leonard got good with San Antonio, you know what Popovich, Popovich told him to go get it. Go get it. You can't be saying stuff. Brown has said the right things in the interview, and then all of a sudden it happened one game and don't happen no more. He got to start putting his foot in players' asses. He's not doing that. People are doing what they were. How'd Joel Embiid get lazy? You've seen games. He get lazy. He get lazy. Who, who, okay, who falls that? Don't say it. it's the players. No, 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 it's not the players because players are humans. We all wander. Our mind wanders. Our mind floats. Those are the places. You know it. You can't just blame him. You can't. You can't because it's a coach on the floor. There's a coach also on the floor. That's his job. Prepare the players. Organize them. So if your player out there being lazy, you get in his ass, excuse me, because this is a personal podcast. If you get in that boy butt, guess what? He's going to do or die. He's going to get traded or he's going to operate. That's it. Because if you got somebody in your that's not listening to you, they got to go. This is it. Ben Simmons, remember he was like, Ben Simmons going to take these threes? What happened? He take two last year? What, what, what? Two in the season? And you see he can hit it. Do you know how much of a coach I'd have been like, Ben, let's set him up for three-point shots now off the ball. We about to make him elite. Well, we're going to milk the cow to see how much he can hit, at least. He just never became a forceful. Philadelphia needed guts. We need a Mark Jackson. I don't care about Jay Wright. Listen, Jay Wright is the man, but he's not leaving Nova. That man's a Nova. 
He is the godfather. Of, he's he bleeding over too much. I'm not saying now the right deal. He would have to be blown out the water of all coaches in history to leave Villanova. He would have to be. They would have to really go stupid on coach money. Because you making this man take, I mean, that's his heart. He's not leaving. There's nothing you can do. Calipari got up for a minute. You know what I'm saying? He was looking for that type of stuff. You know what I mean? He was, what, Calipari coaching Memphis and stuff? Like, listen, you know, but Jay Wright is, is, is Nova. He's Nova. He has built a foundation in Villanova that is his, and he loves it. It's like moving him. You, you know, so I'm a, I'm a rock with uh, you, the Van Gundys are always good coaches, man. I like them. I, I think with this type of team, you can't lose. You got two stars. Once you get the right coach, because I'm on it. Now, cause this, see, if I, I knew Brett Brown was a good coach, but I knew it was ticking down for him to go. if he did. The first round is unacceptable to me. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. Boston Celtics are not. Listen, so this team that everybody saw on the floor against the Sixers is a championship team? No. Milwaukee is going to the championship. It's not going to be Toronto. They don't got Kawhi Leonard. So, I'm not scared of Toronto. What's next for the Sixers? Could be a coaching change. Or, or like I said, I said it on Twitter, it's a mercy call. If the, if Brand feel like, well, this was the NBA restart, it's a tough year, and give him one more shot at glory. This is last year, next year. Like, for real, because this is the NBA restart. It was a crazy year, the pandemic, and players, and Ben Simmons got hurt. Brett Br Elm Brand, I'm telling y'all right now, prepare to be mad. Oh, God, I can't stand it. I'm about to die. No, Brett Brown could be back. Oh, uh, my stomach hurts. Brett is, yes. But, I think he should go, man. I just feel like we need somebody right now. I think we need somebody right now. I think that will shake up that culture. And, and, and you know, you, you need a, a ball player. Mark Jackson was a ball player, man. Jason Kidd. I like Jason Kidd, but I think Mark is more hard-nosed from the 90s. He would, like, what he did with Golden State is not being looked at. There's a dynasty that happened, and he just, like, he just lost in the sauce. Ain't that something? Like, he created that Golden State dynasty. That's the guy. He needs his – He God need to reward him. You got a big man and a, and, and a point guard. Like, you got a one and a two. They'll talk about Ben Simmons without a jump shot. You don't need a jump shot. Was B.J. Armstrong the greatest – listen, as good as B.J. Armstrong could shoot, did he divide, Did he choose – was he the sole purpose of the, the – the, 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 what? Championship with the Bulls that year, the years he was in there? He was an all-star one year. What you mean to tell me if that point guard was not so that point guard with John Paxson? He, he didn't shoot many shots. John Paxson, what did he average? Single digits his whole career. I mean, seriously, was that was that the defining moment of he didn't hit no three point shots? The Bulls wouldn't have won. It don't make no damn sense. They don't make no sense, man. You got four guys on the floor at, at the rosters they're building. Looking at the Sixers. We're talking about Josh Richardson. You see what he can score. You see what he can do. Don't tell me he's not a guy you can get the ball more to and he can hit shots and offset a, another guy that's not shooting it. Then you got Tobias Harris, a 6'8", six, 6'9", six, guy that can shoot threes. And another. Then you got Joel Embiid. Then you got um, Al Horford. All those guys can hit jump shots. 
the coach did not coach that team right. Al Horford could have stayed in that start lineup. Y'all can say what y'all want because he's the one guy that don't have to run the floor like that. He can stay right behind, set up for the offense, let the other guys run. You got Ben Simmons. You got three other guys that can shoot. Most people don't even have two if they're a point guard like that. Rajon Rondo needed him. He had him, didn't he? Ben Simmons is a what he don't do in the three-point shot, which is retarded to talk about. Now he does need to get better with the free throw shots, I feel, but it still can win a championship because he's an overpowering point guard on transition. You talk about the playoffs, he showed out in the playoffs before. All that takes is time and experience. Because there were things he did two playoffs ago, he didn't do last year's playoffs. Like he really showed out. Ben Simmons. It's just evolved. just put scores around them because when you can't when when Ben Simmons has when, even when Jimmy Butler was there in the playoffs when Ben Simmons can't has to pass the ball he needs to pass the ball Brett Brown's not telling them that you have you had Jimmy Butler Joel Embiid Tobias Harris on the floor with JJ Redick you mean to tell me you mean to tell me see people just stop making excuses about Ben Simmons he is too overpowering and too good at too many other things. All those scores around him, point guards, great point guards, ain't have the start lineups like Philadelphia had. Like, he should have definitely beat Toronto. Philadelphia should have won the championship that year. That was a championship Brett Brown missed. Period. Point blank. Point blank. Uh, the draft, like I said, Vernon Carey. That's what I'm rocking with. He's, he's, y'all know about Vernon Carey. He's 6'11", 240, can shoot the tray ball. Inside, beast. His dad is a former NFL uh, player, um, Vernon Carey, senior. Beast, offensive lineman. And this kid can play. He played at Duke. Anybody look him up if you don't know. Listen, we need somebody. I still think we need a power forward. Look at all the other positions. Well, I don't know if they're going to sign Alec Burke or not. I feel like they should go for it, but somebody's going to give them more money. You know, and I feel like they should let young guys just go ahead and run the table. You got Cork Miles, you got Milton. Let that rock. Let's let the young boys keep on getting that chemistry. Um, that's how Boston built their young guys. Coming from the G League, you know. And if, if you look at... Um, uh, Mati Stiebel at the small forward position. You got Pell on, on the low. Look, you got Kyle O'Quinn, but you got Norvell Pell. I think they should go. He's a good defender. Leave him there as a high-energy guy defender next to Joel Embiid and draft you a four. Where's your four at? You got Mike Scott, but you need a young four. You need Isaiah Stewart's another one. I like him. Uh, another five-star guy out of Washington. 18 points, around nine rebounds, a bully inside. You need somebody in there who can work the post. You need more muscle and gut. And then you, Kerry just hit the, he, he can hit the trade ball. I think he's just better than uh, Stewart. He's always been since he came out of high school. Um, you trade up Sadiq Bay, RJ Hampton. I'm, I'm rocking with that. Because Sadiq is going to be up there. Sadiq could, could surprise y'all and go to the top 10. He went to, by, by draft time, even though it's the pandemic time, he'd be one of them artists. Well, I mean, excuse me, artists. He'd be one of those thinking about music. He'd be one of those um, prospects that would move up. Because I think even after the combine, he would have moved up. He's just one of those guys that people, by, by draft time, people said, man, people have been really interested in Sadiq Bay and said he could move up to those guys. He could move, move up to, they would draft him at that type of guy. 
know what I'm saying? So, Sadiq Bey is just too intriguing at 6'8", man. 225, I mean, look how he evolved. He's really a good player. I mean, in, in, in this age, man, at 6'8", to be able to shoot the tray ball like that. Do y'all know how good of a three? He's an underrated three-ball shooter. They're talking about other guys, Hassel and so many guys that can shoot the three. In this draft, Bay is just as good as any of them. He stayed in a 40% clip the whole season. That's phenomenal for a 6'8 guy playing the power forward position. So, look out. I mean, if Philly could trade up and get a guy like that, you know, you have a guy like that backing up uh, Tobias or you putting Bay in the start lineup. Check that out. Now, now, but I don't think they would do that off top, but I think he would be worked into the start lineup. You know, I think he's a good player that could end up being a starting player. You got Thibel and him. I mean, wow. Put him backing up um, uh, Tobias. But then you got R.J. Hampton. I'll keep on saying this. Listen, Ben Simmons could do what he want if you got an extra ball handler and a guy that can shoot the ball and score and, and bring the ball up and score. Now, R.J. Hampton can play point guard. He started playing point guard with a little elm in his, his last year in high school. R.J. averaged 30 a game there. Let's just do the school and math on it of R.J. Hampton. 30 a game. Like he had some 50-point games. Okay, Derek, that's high school. What about that? Well, we always get the base of any NBA player from high school, and, and, and you start to look and feed into how good he is. If he's that good, you talk more about him. As you talk more about him, he goes up in the draft. R.J. Hampton was a top five pick. At one time, it was a top five. He, he stayed in the top ten from high school. So, R.J. Hampton is a beast, and I'm going to talk about See, the, the 2021 draft was loaded. R.J. Hampton was one of them dudes to see. He was in the 2021 draft. He was a lottery pick, top 10. So they're just forgetting about it because he played it in New Zealand. And New Zealand, you know, he had to play less than what he really plays. What I mean by that, R.J. has the ball in his hands, man. But he, he still had big games. He, he obeyed. He became a better, smarter. He became a smarter and better ball player, man. As the season went on, he became so clutch and, and, and mature. Like, scouts need to really look at these tapes, boy. Because if Philly can trade up and get him, put him at the two. Put Josh Richardson at the three. Put Tobias at the four. Put, I think he stepped right in. RJ stepped right in. Stepped right in. Put um, and be at the five. R.J. Hampton stepped right in at the two position next to Ben Simmons. It'll be time they put Ben Simmons in the post. There goes R.J. And he can pull up on you. And he can pass the ball. You give it to Ben. Then it'll be switch. Because when Ben Simmons drive, R.J. right there. R.J. a killer. So I'm just saying, like, I think it's big for them on those two guys. Any other guys, I mean, I don't see nobody else. Because you could put, R.J. needs to play the two position. I want him to play the two position for Philly. Like, he needs to be there. You know why? Because RJ's a killer. RJ, about 6'6. Six, six. He a killer. He long. He like, I think when you at point guard, you know what it does? It still takes away from the scoring. It takes away from every position. That's why I, when Ben Simmons can get eight rebounds and still score, it's so phenomenal to get a triple double, Russell Westbrook, because it takes away when you have to really be a point guard, it takes away. It really takes away. I'm talking about a true point guard. And Ben Simmons loves to be a smart point guard. So he's learned how to really play. He's not just out there trying to score and 
pass. Like Russell Westbrook's a good point guard, but he's not a true point guard. He's a guy that can find people, get open, and you know, lead the team, but no patience. Sometimes you got to make the smart decision mentally. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. He might go in here and say, "Oh, I do all." No, you don't know. You make some messed up mistakes. You're high energy. Sometimes it's, a, it's not a thinker. You, you, you're, you're like explosive. And and I say it like this. As shooting guard, that's not a disrespectful thing to my boy Russell, but I'm just telling you the real deal. The two-point guard is Chris Paul. Russell Westbrook should be playing. I always thought you should play the two because you're taking away from Russell Westbrook and who he is by him playing the one. You have a real good point guard, Russell Westbrook, right now playing the two. Things will be so different. But it is what it is, a new generation. And it's like James Harden got the same numbers as Russell Westbrook. But he don't play point guard, nah. He's the man that bring the ball up the court. It's a difference between the point guard and the guy that can make plays. Le- LeBron James is officially a point guard. He can play one, two, three, four, five. He can play all five. He officially, he, he's, listen. I, I, I'm sorry. Y'all talking about Jordan or uh, whatever. I, I'm not even, this is, are we saying this? He just, the three-point made list, he just, he just broke that record. And y'all just hate on him because Jordan's getting knocked off the, yo. Oh my God! Anyway, um, yeah, the draft—they got four first round, second round picks. That seems like the criteria they keep loading up in the draft, so they can move up. They got picks early in the draft; they can move up. I think Philly would do it. I mean, it's good players on the board, and so I'm just thinking, like, okay, they can move. They can get two first round picks. Think about it. They can move up late in the first round. They can trade their other two second-round picks to move up and, and then move up to late in the second round. Get them another first-round draft pick. Depends on how good he is. But, yeah. Because in the late second round, it's a lot of playoff teams that's looking to go, to, to go into the free agency. and You know, you can always trade up between 25 and down. That's always an easy position to, to get into. You know, when you got multiple second-round picks. So, Philly going to have fun this year. Look, they, they roster's talented. Their people need to cheer up for one. I just hate, you know, I didn't, I'm didn't. i just talking about what I expected them to get out of the first round. I don't accept that. That team had enough talent to get out of the first round and go to the conference finals. You got Tobias is a good player. Coach need to put him in the right position. He's not who y'all think he is. You want him to be, um, I don't know, you want him to take over like Durant? Like, what other forwards, you know what I mean? Like, just don't think that's his, he's doing the best he could in the position he was in. No, no question. He's not, he's Tobias Harris. He can be a championship player, but you got to coach him right. Got to coach him right. I mean, he just going to score and get numbers. He won't make the difference you want him to make. You don't put him in a position to get more. That's it. Okay, y'all, listen. Um, this is my, uh, my first segment here, man, live. I might gonna get some of y'all. Listen, I just want y'all to know that love y'all to death, all right? And it's going to be all right, Philadelphia. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for this draft. Y'all going to see me do some coverage now, basketball. And then now I'm, I'm going to hop on the NBA draft for them and get it, get it going, y'all. Um, 
Let me, like I said, I apologize for any, um, I ain't put in much work as I need to. I know y'all want to, it's just been a, you know, one of those years, man, I just got to, you know, roll through it. So I'm trying to um, do the best I can. Just handling some situations, family. You know I'm on it, man. I got y'all. Um, it's going to be a good season next season. Ben Simmons get better. To, to come into the season, Josh Richardson will be on his last year's contract. So he's going to have to really do his thing. I expect Al Horford to go. That's another trade piece. Philly can trade up into the top ten. Give him Al Horford, that draft pick, and two first-round draft picks. And then two second-round draft picks. Philly can trade up and get a hell of a player. A hell of a player in 2020. You know, that's that's where it's at. Top 15. Philly's only in the 21s. I mean, they, this is going to be so interesting. So, yo, I'm out, y'all. Um, We're going to get more into it later on. I got y'all. Um, I got some Villanova things to talk about. You know, we know, um, oh, yeah, before I roll out, yeah, Villanova, the Branch Hero uh, thing. I wanted them to get on there real quick. The Branch Hero, uh, Paolo Branch Hero, is, is one of the elite prospects. Duke got him, and that could mean kills. It's just how those teams always form. It's how they form. You know, they get one guy, and it's just a leak, so... We'll see what happens. But um, I think Kills goes to Duke. And I think Nova at the Holland and Sky Clark, they go after Sky Clark, especially if he's trying to commit early. Like, I think Villanova goes completely at the Sky Clark, and that could be super huge. So I'm out, y'all. Listen, uh, we'll talk about that later on. I'm out. Follow leader.